Okay, we are live. Uh, what's up, guys? Welcome to our new podcast on Tesla Pod. Uh, we just had too much time on our hands, so we need to find something to do. There's not a lot of sports going on right now, but we want to do a sports podcast. Uh, luckily, this week, there's the NFL draft, and there's been some NBA news. So that's what we're going to talk about. But first, uh, let us all introduce ourselves. I'm Getz. Uh, I'm a resident uh, Philadelphia sports fan, except for the Sixers. I can't be with that organization, but everything else, Philadelphia through and through. James? I'm also a uh, diehard Philadelphia sports fan. I'm a Philadelphia fan. That's like my only outlier. But everything else, it's all Philadelphia. Manny? Well, I'm Emmanuel. Uh, I am a anti-Philadelphia sports fan all over the map. I'm a Thunder fan, Broncos fan, Capitals fan, and also Dodgers fan. Yeah, that is all over the map. Uh, the first thing that we have today is Jalen Green, top five NBA prospect going to the G League. I thought it was a little crazy. This guy has offer. He's got 20 plus D1 offers from all over the place, like Oregon, Kentucky. Manny, what do you think? Well, I think it was a great, great idea from Jalen Green. He's getting paid right now. He can. Play, he can play un, under NBA teams. NBA teams can see what he's doing, like, right away, not have to watch college basketball games and stuff. Uh, they, he's already familiarized with the NBA style. So I think it's a great idea for him. Yeah, he's going to make half a million next year in the G League. I just don't know if that's going to hurt his draft stock because if a Zion goes to the G League, He's not Zion Williamson. Going to Duke, going to one of these top schools, playing in March Madness, it really helps your brand. And he is going to get paid right away, which is good. But how much of a difference is that going to make if he gets drafted top five in the NBA? That money, half a mil, it's going to look like nothing to him. But I think it's an interesting path. I think a lot more players, I like LaMelo going to Australia, stuff like that. So I think it's going to become more and more common. And you were talking about Isaiah Todd just did it. Another top five prospect. Yeah, Isaiah Todd, he decommitted from Michigan, a top school, and went also decided to go to the G League path. Yeah, that's crazy. Michigan on the up with their uh, basketball. So next news topic, there's not a lot to debate here. Von Miller has coronavirus. Many are a Broncos fan, but just for me – He's one of the best players to watch in the NFL. I just think back to the Super Bowl with the strip sack of Cam Newton. What I, He might have done it twice, but he's one of the best players to watch in the NFL. So, Manny, what do you have as a Broncos fan? Well, it's kind of scary for a Broncos fan because, like, Von Miller, he's just been around the franchise for a long time. Second pick overall in the 2011 draft. And it has it's rough for me to think about Von Miller having Corona, but I don't know how it's going to impact our season, but I hope he gets better. I pray for him and his family and his friends. So, yeah. Yep. He's uh, yeah. pretty much a peak human being. I think he's going to be able to handle the coronavirus pretty well. He's not, you know, he's not, he's not that old. And at the same time, he's, he's in, he's in the prime time of his life. Yeah. So I, um, we have, I haven't seen any updates on how he's doing, but you see, like, the NBA guys that had it, the Utah Jazz guys, they've pretty much all been asymptomatic, uh, maybe because they're such peak athletes. Yeah. Now, 
the NBA season is postponed. We don't know if it's going to come back or not. We here are going to do a little reflection on the NBA season. We're going to do our NBA awards and our biggest surprise team and our biggest failure team for the season. I think we should do let's, – let's go for our teams first and then go through our NBA awards. For me, my biggest surprise team is going to be the Toronto Raptors. And coming off of the NBA championship, it might be like, how can they be a surprise? But they lost Kawhi, and I think everyone thought they were done. They were finished. Um, that Nick Nurse was a one-time wonder as a coach. But when you see that they've had these 15 win streaks, they're still playing good basketball. They're second in the East, I think. So I think they've been a remarkable shock. Manny, who's your shock team? Well, of course, you know, as I'm, I'm a Thunder fan, I have to go with the Thunder. The Thunder, like, after they lost Russell Westbrook and Paul George, me as a Thunder fan and everybody else thought, oh, we're tanking for the future. We're trading with Chris Paul, like, in two months and trading Stephen Adams and Danilo Gallinari, and we're tanking. But as you see, Chris Paul is an MVP. Uh, Shea Gillis Alexander uh, averaging a tw 20 points a game. And Dan Schroeder almost getting, about to get sixth man of the year. It's the biggest surprise, and we're currently fifth in the West, and the season continue, we've probably been fourth in the West. Uh, yeah, I thought they were going for the full tank. They did a really good job of doing it. That's how I would have done it, get picks for, you know, and take Chris Paul's contract for the remainder. But he, I thought Chris Paul was not going to be that interested in being there. He's mm -hmm. really given, given his all. So that's a great pick for biggest surprise team. And James is more of our football expert, so he'll join us later. This is some NBA talk. We'll get through it. We'll come back to James. Biggest failure team of the season. And, Manny, I have a feeling that we agree here. Yes. I'm going to say the Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, my. Yeah, Philadelphia they, 76ers. Biggest. They're one shot away last year from making it to the Eastern Conference Finals. You know, four bounces on the rim. Super unfortunate. But – then they lose Jimmy Butler, and they go panic mode. They give a three-year contract to Al Horford. This guy is so bad. He's been such a failure to the city so far. Tobias Harris, oh, don't forget. Oh he's gosh. invisible some games. I don't even know what this guy does. Um, Josh Richardson, I don't even – I think if I was walking on the street, I don't – he could walk right by me. I wouldn't even notice. So – They've been trash, um, and they're mentally weak. There's so much drama about this team. You hear something new on the radio every single day, you know, whether it's Joel Embiid, like, shushing the fans or whatnot. You know, um, Ben Simmons, we saw the videos in the offseason. Oh, Ben's going to get a jumper. No, it was high school gym threes. This guy is such a fraud, okay? He's, he doesn't want to put the work in. He's, he played in Australia all his life. This is what it was. He's played in Australia all his life, um, and he's gone up against bums, and he's been so physically talented. He never felt that he had to learn to jumper. So, it's also not just that. Like as you see the team play, you have Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, and they're both supposed to be working together, but you only see one person playing well at a time. It's either Ben Simmons playing crazy one week, and then Joel. Joel, he is nowhere to be seen, shushing the fans, and then the week after that, Ben Simmons is playing like. Absolutely horrendous. Yeah. But I think the Houston Rockets are – they really 
did not do so well this year. They are sixth, I'm pretty sure, in the West. They had they got James Harden, and they got Russell Westbrook. So I really don't know how they're doing. Yeah, that. it was always about how those two guys are going to work together. Um, now they're doing this small ball, which is more interesting. I think they moved on from Clint Capella. Am I right, Manny? Or no, yeah, is he did. still there? Yeah, this no, small ball is really from... interesting. So, um, yeah, we'll have to see. Manny, do you have anything to add to the Sixers again? I kind of ranted well, there for a little bit. Well, you know, as me, I hate Sixers and all the Sixers fans. You know who I'm talking to. Well, I also – I've season tickets to the Sixers game, so I see the Sixers play a lot. I see how bad team chemistry is there. First off, with Brett Brown and Elton Brand, like, they're doing a terrible job with giving Tobias Harris, like, five-year contract, even though he really did good last year. Panicking on like, Al Horford, getting Al Horford. Uh, Al Horford, that was a bad idea. Like, what? There was probably a thing about playing him as a power forward, but that wasn't going to work. He, and he's – they should have thought of him putting out as a backup center, and that contract might work for a backup center. I think the only reason why Elton Brand gave Al Horford that contract because they're friends. That's my idea. Yeah, and I think when Jimmy left, he was like, oh, I got to do something. I got to do something. I said, it's going to be up on me, but I don't know. And another thing I want to add is Ben Simmons, the fact that he doesn't have a jumper hurts us so bad late in games. There's no good spacing because he has to be down low and Joel has to be down low to work. So, I don't know. And Joel somehow has the most turnovers on that team. It's ridiculous. Okay, but let's get into our NBA awards, Manny. So, let's okay. look at some positives instead of ranting off on the sixes the whole time. Who, do you, who would you have for your uh, league MVP? Well, I'm going to have LeBron James as my league MVP. He's averaging 27 points a game, almost eight rebounds, and he's leading the team, league in assists with 10.6 assists a game. I think that's crazy how he just – he says one year, I want to lead the league in assists, and he just goes and does it. Um, he's so versatile. For me, I have Jonas as my MVP. Uh, just because I feel he has a worse team around him. I mean, he doesn't have a co-star like Anthony Davis. He still has a good team. You, he's not going to do anything with nothing. But he has more points, a higher player efficiency rating, more win shares, which are like – higher, more technical stats. I don't know how you calculate win shares, but it's just a thing. But uh, for me, he's the player efficiency rating. That comes from his him having less turnovers, shooting a better field goal percentage, maybe because he doesn't shoot from outside as much. But I think him being so efficient, I think he's going to go back to back, and I think it could happen for some years to come. Mm, yeah. The thing is, Giannis is also playing the Eve, and there's no other good teams besides the Bucks. Raptors and Celtics in Heat. Well, yeah. you got the West where they had the Clippers, I had Rockets, I had a delusional Thunder. Sixers fan. You know our delusional Sixers fans. I had one talk to me yesterday, and he says, you know the East is actually harder than the West. And I said, what are, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I don't yeah. – the West Western Conference playoff picture, it's always you so have – like, You got the, the Pelicans and the Trailblazers trying to make the playoffs. You got the Grizzly as the eighth seed. The Trailblazers are the nine, like, with Dame Lillard and C.J. McCollum. That's ridiculous. Don't forget Melo. Rockets are the sixth. Seven, you have Luka Doncic, which um, will come up a little bit later. Okay, James, uh, Manny, who's your rookie of the year? Uh, well, I love this rookie because he reminds me of my favorite basketball player, John Morant. 
averaging 17.6 points a game, 3.5 rebounds, and 6.9 assists. And he reminds you he reminds you of Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I think he I got a lot of him. He got a lot of comparisons yeah. to that before the draft. And it was a question yeah. of is Ohio Valley Conference gonna translate to the NBA? But I guess it has. Yeah, so the only other candidate I would say is Zion, but Zion came so late to the season, I think it would be unfair to Ja to take that away from him. Uh, who's your most improved player? My most improved player? I got to give it to Brandon Ingram. Like, he came from last season only averaging 18 points, playing with LeBron. He was injured most of the time when his first three seasons with the Lakers, but then he came in, traded to the Pelicans, had the – I got to say, Mamba mentality, trying to prove everybody wrong that he's still good. He's worth as a second pick overall, averaging 24 points a game, 6.3 rebounds, and 4.3 assists this year. And got got an all-star, got picked for the all-star this year, too. Pretty amazing, yeah. pretty amazing. Um, I, I have a little bit of a controversial pick for most improved because I'm taking last year's rookie of the year, Luka Doncic. And it's going to be like, how can you have that player be most improved? But I'll tell you, he, you often hear about the sophomore slump, that the second year people figure you out and you go down a little bit. No, Luca has gone from rookie of the year to MVP discussions. If his team was not so poor and he wasn't seventh in the West, he'd be in the MVP discussions right now. And I think it's a little bit harder to make that jump from being a good player to being MVP level than Brandon Ingram's jump from being – a scrub to uh, being a, a really elite scorer. I also think um, Brandon Ingram, he's not as versatile. He's kind of just a scorer and on an empty garbage minutes team. So, But um, I imagine Brandon Ingram probably has a better chance to win. Who's your sixth man of the year? My sixth man of the year? Well, as a Thunder fan, I got to go with Dennis Schroeder, averaging 19 points a game, 3.7 rebounds and 4.1 assists coming off the bench, helping the Thunder go lead through the West as the fifth seed right now. He's one of the reasons why the Thunder are so good. Yeah, um, they have good depth, actually, from their guys. They're getting good depth. Um, I have the man, you know who it is. The award could practically be named after him, and he's doing it again. I have Lou Williams as my uh, sixth man of the year. He's averaging 18 points per game, six assists. He does still remarkably come off the bench. I guess he just feels more comfortable in that way, but he still gets a ton of minutes. Uh, so, yeah, that's why I have six men of the year. It's not the most exciting award, but uh, our last I award like here. Six. Okay. Yep. I feel no. like six men a year, like, it should be determined by, like, how many minutes you get off. Like, if you, you can come off the bench but get, like, 35 minutes a game like Lou Wills do. Yeah. Like, it should be determined by how many minutes you get. Not, like, what – position off the bench to come because you probably can have like like for example like you can have Steph Curry and Kyrie Irving on the same team but have Kyrie Irving come off the bench and still scoring like 20 points a game that's not really six yeah. minutes a year just playing giving him more minutes yeah and I like your suggestion of Dennis Schroeder I wouldn't be mad if he won it either you know Germans we got to stick together um <laughs> last last award before we get to the NFL stuff and involve James more uh coach of the year we who do you have for coach of the year, year. Oh. Oh, defensive player of the year. Oh man, I, I, I didn't I didn't prepare a defensive player of the year. What do you got, Manny? Oh well I got Anthony Davis. He's one of the reason why the Lakers are number one in the West with his amazing defense. He's averaging two point four blocks a game and one point five steals. He's really helping the Lakers with their defense. 
and they're top 15 in the league with defense. So, yeah. And you can't give it to Rudy Gobert anymore because he <laughs> shut down the whole league, so he doesn't get it anymore. Okay, but yeah. Coach of the Year, who do you have? I have I have a feeling that we might be in agree, agreement here again. Well, I have Nick Nurse. Uh, yeah, Nick. No, not Brett Brown. Um, I have I have Nick Nurse. I think, like I said, my biggest surprise team. I mean, you said your biggest surprise team was the OKC Thunder. I could see Billy Donovan winning it too, what he's doing with those guys. But I, I would have Nick Nurse just because um, with that Raptors team, people thought they were done after they lost, after they lost Kawhi and they went on that 15-game win streak. That was ridiculous. Okay, now, now we get into our NFL stuff. Uh, we're going to do a little quarterback rankings tier list here. And hopefully we can embrace debate here. Okay, so here goes the tier list. It goes uh, from superior all the way down to trash. That's reserved for, like, the Baker Mayfields of the world. Uh, so we're just, I guess we'll just go one by one. Where do we think Josh Allen goes? Had a good season last year. Bills made the playoffs for the first time in forever. What do we think? I'm taking those to good. Uh, I say good. Yeah, I'm taking good too. He had a great run, and he unfortunately choked in the playoffs in the first round. Yeah, I think he's better than capable. I think he's good. His arm talent is crazy. He could, you know, throw a football yeah, out really of the good. stadium. Um, Kyler Murray, last year's Rookie of the Year, if I'm not mistaken. And he and he's getting DeAndre Hopkins. This rankings are looking forward to next season, so we'll see what we got. Uh, Manny, what do we think? Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, I'll say good. No, Kyler Murray, yeah, but with DeAndre Hopkins as his well. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah, same team. Oh. Teammates now. That's oh We're going to have to teammates talk now. about that trade to see how that happened. That was ridiculous. Um, Gardner Minshew. Nick Foles gets traded. Looks like Gardner Minshew is going to have the chance to – Prove that he's a number one QB. What do we think? I put I put capable right now. He has the potential, but like I put capable right now. We did have Minshew mania. We did have Minshew mania for a little bit, but um, he's got to prove some more. I'm gonna put him in capable. I don't want to put him in bad. Mm. Jimmy Garoppolo. A lot of people were blaming him for the Super Bowl loss. What do we think? I think he's capable. He's not good. Yeah. When he misses that deep ball at the end of the Super Bowl. I, that makes you capable and not good. Uh, he's he's better at handing it off. He should practice his handoffs and his uh, slants because that's all he's doing right now. Mm-hmm. These two quarterbacks, I guess we can talk about them together. We have Dwayne Haskins, Daniel Jones, NFC East, rookies, up and down years. What do we think? I think they're um, bad. Yeah, James, go. Um, I think they're bad. They honestly really did not show that much. Now they're not really not to say because you get the very bottom, but they showed like a little potential, but they did not um obviously have enough to be in a capable spot. So I, I think they should go into bad. Yeah. But we're not putting them in the trash yet because they, they do still have a chance to show yeah. what they're worth. I think Dwayne Haskins has the potential to be good. Yeah, I think Dwayne Haskins more so than Daniel Jones. I don't I don't know how Daniel Jones ever got picked that high. And he seems to have yeah, a fumbling problem. Should have been so. like a fourth-round pick. Yeah. <laughs> um, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. I he's say our, good. 
You say good. I, I, me and James, James, you said elite, right? I would say elite as well. He's definitely an elite tier. I think when you look at that highlight of against who was it, the Bills, where he spins out of the, the or just at the end of the Bills yeah. game, he was so clutch. And they got up twenty-four nothing um, against the Chiefs, against the Super Bowl champions. Yeah, and they also blew the lead too. Yeah, that's true. Bill O'Brien is not that good of a head coach, though. And next year, he's not uh, going to have DeAndre Hopkins either. So, we'll see. Um, Ryan Tannehill, Titans made a big playoff run last year. They could have gone all the way. I say good. I'm thinking good, too. I, I'd put him in the capable. I don't know if he's good. Um, I think he's really good at handing the ball off to Derrick Henry. I think – what did he – how many yards did he have in those playoff games? He had a lot of great clutch passes, eh? There's games though. Like really are minimized mistakes. Game manager, I would say. Uh, dude, oh, really. because against the Ravens, he really he really came out strong in that first quarter. So, okay, we'll put we'll put Ryan Tannehill in the good, but I'll put the other quarterbacks in between them. I'll put, I'll keep them on the end here. Carson Wentz, we're we're based in Philadelphia here. Last year, from what I saw from this guy, he is our franchise QB. The way he carried that injured squad at the end of the season, I think this guy is it. I, I think he's good, but that's it. He's probably, of all the good quarterbacks, some in that tier, he's probably the highest up there, but he just does not have enough to lead. Now, if you go back, um, say we go back to 2017, Carson Wentz. Should have been MVP. Have been MVP of the league, and he is totally up there. But at this point, we haven't seen him show that much, and it's not completely his fault. The entire team has been really any and his wide receivers, um, JJ Arcega, Whiteside, Nelson Aguilar. I don't know what the Eagles are doing. They're gonna have to draft another wide receiver this year. We'll get into our draft uh, later. Jared Goff. They had that year that they made it to the Super Bowl. Last year was a little bit of a reality check for the Rams. What do we think? I say capable. Yeah. Um, he's a, if, he's if a Jimmy, quarterback. He yeah. just fits in their system. Let me, let me put this guy here. Yeah, and Minshew on the end. Um, yeah. If, if Jimmy G is a capable quarterback, then I think Jared Goss in the same boat. Uh, Baker Mayfield, I feel very strongly about this guy because oh, trash, trash, trash. Oh, we're trash, always talking trash. about this guy off the field. You see him in so many commercials, but he feels he feels pressure too easily, and he always rolls out to the right. He, this guy, and he has weapons. He doesn't have an excuse. He can't say I don't have a number one wide receiver. Yeah, Jarvis Landry, Beckham, Ju- Junior, Jarvis Landry. Yeah, we're gonna put him in the trash. This guy is seriously yeah, overrated. He, he I has don't more know. commercials than touchdowns. For him, he has to be like below the trash level, honestly. Yeah. I, I mean, I think we're putting Baker That's below these, below Dwayne Haskins and Daniel Jones, but these guys don't have the off the field problems that this guy has. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're also putting the entire on um, that, entire on um, NFC East, pretty much the bad category. That's another question. Well, that's good for us, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we have Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott just got uh, franchise tagged by the Cowboys. So they obviously – what do they think about him if they franchise tag him? I think he's capable. Right. But I think definitely the best out of all, 
all the capable quarterbacks. Well, I don't know if he's better than these two guys. I think he's capable. He's won the division twice in, what, his four years? But I don't know if he's better than Jared Goff or Jimmy Ooh. G. Yeah, but he oh, has I been. Good. I think he's just as good as Carson Wentz. MVP terrible play. I think Carson Wentz blows Dak Prescott out of the water. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But Dak Prescott same. doesn't show up in games. When you see that Eagles versus Cowboys game at the end of the season that we had to win, Dak Prescott was terrible. Carson Wentz showed up. My fantasy. He put me in Super Bowl, too. Uh, yeah, well, that's your own fault for having Dak Prescott starting in the Super Bowl. Okay. Um... Matthew Stafford, I thought the Lions were really good. They came here and, what, what, they beat the Philadelphia Eagles? or yeah, they did. But I feel like that was Carson Wentz who actually blew that game because he had multiple chances to win that game in the, like in the very last game. They yep. gave us the ball back multiple times. I, I think they, they went for it on fourth down or something, and they gave us the ball back for, like, the third time. And we still couldn't score on them. It was really strong, but I'm not sure if Matt Stafford – be qualified for the good category, but I think he's definitely capable. Um, Manny, what do you think about Matt Stafford? I say good. He's uh, he's probably I would I want to put him as elite, but like most people won't agree with him. But like you don't he don't really have too many good people on his team, and he still put up the stats too. He tried to carry the Detroit, but if when he got injured, that was their playoff hopes down the drain. Yeah, uh, he's their franchise leader in almost everything. So I think he deserves to be up there good, especially if we he's put like value. He's probably the greatest there. quarterback they ever had, to be honest. Oh, easily. Um, Kirk Cousins, this guy, some reason the prime time lights come on, this guy just folds. What do we think about this guy? I think I he's a, capable. I think he's good. I feel like he had a really great season, but – it just really didn't come together um, at the very end. But I think he's definitely a r- really good quarterback, and he has really great potential. I think he's a, I think he's a capable quarterback. Um, he had a really good season, but I feel like the Vikings roster is, was one of the best in the league. Yeah. If, if they get a real quarterback, they could really win. But he has Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen as his targets. Um, mm, I'm not going to – Stefan Diggs is not on the team anymore. Trade him to the Bills. Yeah, yeah they trade him. I I would have – if this was before that playoff game versus the Saints, I'd put him in the bad. I think that playoff game versus the Saints and he leaves that drive in overtime, I think that showed a little bit of what he can do maybe in the playoffs. And the Saints are a really good team. If they make it out of that game, the Saints could have caused a lot of noise. But, yeah, I think that puts him in the capable just ahead of Minshew. Uh, Big Ben Roethlisberger. So, had an injury last year. He's coming back this year. James, what do you think? Um, I think he's bad right now. He hasn't shown anything. And now that I think of it, I, um, he doesn't have any weapons anymore. And so he's really going to have a hard time. I mean, I think it's kind of we amazing. You have Juju and James Washington Jr., so. Yeah, I think it's amazing that that Steelers team went, what, 8-8? Eight and eight? Like, mm-hmm. with Duck Hodges as their quarterback, that was brutal. I think they have a really good roster with, like, guys like Minka Fitzpatrick and stuff like that. Um, their defense is really yeah, good. I think they're good, to be honest. TJ Watt, too, right? Phil Rivers at. I, Phil Rivers is not here. Um, I'm just going to say one thing about Phil Rivers. That contract that he signed with the Colts is egregious. It's Ridiculous. terrible. What is it, like one year, 18 mil? Oh, my God. If they think that that's going to push them over the hump and they have a really good roster, they're so wrong. This guy, 
He was throwing up lawn darts last year. He was uh, terrible. But I, I'd put Ben Roethlisberger in, bad in the bad, but the lead of the bad. Um, Drew Brees. I'm harsh on this guy sometimes. Superior. He, he's, I, I put him in elite. I don't, uh, superior. Superior. Probably superior. But stats. I know his career stats are crazy, but this guy should have more than one Super Bowl. Imagine the amount of times he's gone into the playoffs with one of the best rosters. Well, he's like always the had screwed weapons. him over a lot. So true. The Rams that might have been him in the Super Bowl, but he would definitely this be year. The in the Super this Bowl. year, losing against that Viking squad, I don't know what happened there. Lamar Jackson, two years a- in a row now, playoff choke. Yeah, MVP of the league, but he's got to show it in the playoffs for me. He's not superior yet. I'll put Elite elite right now. Yeah, I think he's Elite. Ahead of Deshaun. Ahead of Deshaun. Uh, Okay, there we go. Drew Locke, Manny, this is your quarterback, so where where would you Okay, I say good. He threw threw over 1,000 yards last year, only playing five games and started five games. He has seven touchdowns, only three interceptions, and he went three and two as the – oh, three and one as the Broncos uh, cruise right there through the last five games of their season. Yeah, I think that proves that he's capable. I mean, he had better year. I mean, he had better years than uh, Dwayne Haskins and Daniel Jones in their rookie years. I don't think he passes Ben Roethlisberger, though, like if I'm being completely honest. Like, I, think, I think if we have Minshew up there, I think we can put him right ahead of Minshew. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. And he also had the potential, too. Like Patrick Mahomes. Like next year. This is the easiest pick here. Patrick Mahomes. Superior. Best player in the NFL? Yep. Superior. Matt Ryan. Falcons had a uh, bad year last year, but at the end, they came back. I think he's a good quarterback. Good, good. He's a good quarterback. I'd put him below Tannehill, even. Yeah. No, no whatever. Well, let me do it. Right in front of Tannehill. Tannehill, Matt Ryan got lucky there. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers. No. He's, he gets talented teams, but he's got one Super Bowl in his career. I don't know what's I don't know what's up. I don't think you agree with me on this one, but I think he is superior. He is one of the most fun quarterbacks to watch. And I think first uh, I'll say elite, just elite. Yeah, I'd, I'd say he's the top of he elite. Because he's can, old. can he, he win something? Yeah. Um, well, let me uh, – ah, I almost had it. Whatever. We know that uh, he's – Actually, he might not even be ahead of Lamar, so it might just be telling me that I'm wrong. Russell Wilson, I feel strongly about this guy. Superior. I think, he, yeah, he's superior. Superior. I personally think he's elite. He has such. He's the only reason why he he's seen as so great is because he's the only one that's putting in all the work for his team. I know. I, he's carrying trash teams. That's what. I, that's what I say makes him superior. Yeah. yeah. But, but but then again, he's not he's he hasn't been able to get things done, and that's why I think he's only in the elite here. To be personally honest, Manny, Manny, you say superior? Yeah, superior. We'll we'll outvote James two to one here. The last okay. one is the goat, undisputed goat. <clears throat> oh, going okay. to going to the Buccaneers now. I think that's gonna work. I think that's a really good team. He's the top of the elite class. I, I don't think he's superior anymore. He has, you know, uh, he's not going to be able to go up again. He's going to go. His, his arm talent might be leaving, but his knowledge of the game and just being a leader, I don't think that's going to leave. And 
in the Buccaneers, and I think that roster is going to help them. So this is our final. Uh, hop in the comments if you disagree. I'd like to hear what you guys think, and we talk about it next week. So that's our QB rankings for 2020. Okay, the next news topic. Coming up this week, Thursday, we have the NFL draft. We've all made top 10 pick mock drafts. So with the first overall pick, I think we all know this is a foregone conclusion. Joe Burrow to the Cincinnati Bengals. We all had that? Yeah. Um, I think if you're the Bengals GM and you don't pick Joe Burrow, you're losing your job. I can't imagine not picking Joe Burrow, even though he might not even be the best prospect in the draft, but you have to. Number two, Chase Young, Redskins. He's probably the best talent in the draft. I'm just worried that when it was Clemson in that uh, college football playoff, he was kind of quiet, I thought. Yeah, that's true, but I think it, I think the, it's the right idea for Chase, uh, ch- uh, the Redskins to draft Chase Young, like don't draft tour Justin Herbert. Let's give like uh, Dwayne Haskins another chance of another season. Yeah. And see what he can do. Don't give him. Dwayne Haskins worth another chance, worth another year. Number three pick, the Lions. From every report that you hear, these guys are looking to trade this pick. We didn't do any trades in our mock draft, uh, but it's very likely that the Lions trade this pick. I've heard. The Chargers moving from six to make sure that they get their quarterback. I've heard even the Patriots, because Matt Patricia, old Patriots uh, defense coordinator. Yeah, so, but if they were to pick at three, I think they would take Jeff Okuda, cornerback out of Ohio State. I'm especially uh, Darius Slay. They Um, need it now. You really need somebody in that department to really carry the team. And Jeff Okuda. Oh, uh, Manuel. I hear a lot of people talking about like I hear like oh, I have some family from Michigan who are Lions fans, and I hear a lot of people saying they want Tua as the draft Tua and wait make Tua wait a year out and get healthy, and then put Tua as a starter in his second year. But I think uh, I'm going with Jeff Okuda too. Yeah, th- that'd be a shock of the draft if they picked Tua. It's been silent from them. Uh, on any news about Tua, but I think that I think a situation where Tua sits for a year and then he becomes the starter, especially since he needs to get completely healthy, that's the best for him. I don't think he can come in right away. Tua said himself that he wanted he would like to be on the Cowboys and sit from and sit for a year and then become a starter. For the Cowboys, yeah, they franchise tag Dak for one year, so. So the, so he's willing to be sitting for a year. And get healthy and learn. I think that's the best for any rookie, but it's just not always possible. You see what happened to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, best situation for him. Number four pick, the Giants. Uh, James, who'd you have here? Um, I, I had um Isaiah Simmons, linebacker out of Clemson. He might be the most athletic player in the draft. This guy can play everywhere on defense, and when you see Clemson, he's all over the field. He's getting involved in every tackle. But I don't have them picking Isaiah Simmons because while I think Isaiah Simmons is the best pick available at this pick for the, at, at this spot for them, I think they need offensive line because you just got your quarterback last year in Daniel Jones. You have your franchise player in Saquon Barkley. So protect the quarterback and be better ru- running the ball. I think they take Tristan Wirfs out of Iowa, the offensive lineman who absolutely killed the combine, set offensive lineman records. 
Um, but Emmanuel, who'd you have? Well, I had them taking a, a nut off his line, off his tag from Louisville, Be- uh, Mekhi Beckon. Yeah, um, uh, he's a draft. He's a he was a draft combine beast too. What were you gonna say? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's uh, all. That's all. Number five, the Dolphins. They're gonna pick a quarterback. It's just whether it's gonna be Tua or Justin Herbert, and they might even trade up to three. I've heard them in talks with the Lions, just to make sure that they get their guy. But mm-hmm. I would have them picking Justin Herbert. I think he's the best quarterback in the draft. I think he's better than Joe Burrow. It's a little controversial, but Joe Burrow is a 23-year-old playing these guys out here. Justin Herbert, if he would have came out last year, he probably would have been one or two with Kyler Murray. So mm. he just he wanted to do a senior year. He, this kid is an academic all-star. He has a 4.0 in college, which is really difficult to do while balancing football. I think he's just a great kid. And he's got the arm talent. Yeah, that's true. Manny, who'd you have at five? Well, I also had Justin Herbert, too. I think Miami would rather take Justin Herbert with Tua because of injury problems and stuff. And yeah. I think Miami Miami doesn't have that luxury of sitting a guy for a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, James, who'd you have at five? Um, I had Tua, too. Well, we had Justin Herbert. You had Tua. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's who they've been linked with most heavily, but I think they might just – they might – have to think about it you know when you're thinking the day of the draft that's when those quick decisions have to be made number six the chargers they're also looking for a quarterback um getting rid of philip rivers but i think they can wait a year so i think they're going to draft Tua. they signed tyrod taylor to be their quarterback for this year so i think they're going to sit Tua for a year many could you have it six i actually have two or two i think it'd be a great idea to sit Tua out for a year and let tyron taylor do his thing and Tua can learn another Tyron Taylor since he's a more veteran quarterback. Tyron's so, um, done it in a few places, too, and he's more of a yeah. mobile quarterback like Tua, too. Uh, James, who'd you have at six? Um, I had him taking uh, Jedrick Wills Jr. Oh, offensive lineman out of Alabama, I think. Mm. Yeah. Um, Alabama offensive lineman, how they've graded out in the NFL – they're all right. I, I, offensive line is never an attractive pick, but you have to do it sometimes. Number seven, Panthers. Since I didn't have the Giants taking Isaiah Simmons, I have the Panthers taking Isaiah Simmons here. Yeah, so like insane. I said, the guy's a beast. Manny, you had uh, Isaiah Simmons here too? Yeah. But James, who'd you After have at seven? Um, I had Derek Brown going to the Panthers. Yeah, defensive tackle. That He's uh, good out of Auburn. Emmanuel, you were saying because uh, they lost Luke Keekley. Yeah, because they lost Luke Keekley, they need more defensive players. And Isaiah, I think Isaiah Simmons can lead the franchise as, as their new starting linebacker. Yeah, that uh, Luke Keekley is going to hurt them. Number eight, the Cardinals. I think they're in a great spot here because they had such a good offseason. Um, I think they'll pick Makai Becton. I, you already had him picked, but offensive lineman out of Louisville. I think they need another offensive lineman. They've got their running back in Kenyon Drake. They've got their number one wide receiver in DeAndre Hopkins. And I think Kyler Murray might have taken the most sacks last year. So I think you need an offensive lineman here. Yeah, I also have offensive lineman, Jedrick Wills, offensive tackle from Alabama. Yeah, to protect uh, Kyler Murray, that's the main goal for them. Uh, James, who do you have here at eight? I had them taking uh, Tristan Rose. Oh, um, offensive lineman from Iowa. Yeah, these offensive linemen, 
all the mock drafts you'll look at, they're up and down. They don't know which one's going to go first. That's why that's such an interesting thing to look at. Uh, number nine, the Jags. Manny, who'd you have? I have Trevor Diggs, the cornerback from Alabama. After losing uh, all their other cornerbacks, Jalen you know, Ramsey and others, I think they need to start new with a new cornerback. I think Trevor Diggs is the guy. I think they need a corner as well, but with Trevon Diggs, what worries me is I watched the game of um, them versus LSU, Alabama versus LSU, and he's lined up against Jamar Chase, who's the best wide receiver in college football, but I, he, gets, he gets owned in that. Uh, you need to be able to stand up to number one wide receivers. I don't know if C.J. Henderson does that much better, but that's who I would go with out of Florida. I think he's uh, the more upside prospect there. James, who'd you have at nine for the Jags? I think they're going to take Jerry Judy, and I think that's going to be the first wide receiver from this draft, and that's going to be – we'll also talk about that later, but um, I think it's Jerry Judy. Um, I think their offensive weapons are really lacking, so I feel like they need a wide receiver. Yeah, I, I can't think of a Jags uh, offensive weapon. Yeah. I, Leonard Fournette, I know they're running back, but I can't think of a wide receivers right now, so maybe they do need a wide receiver. At 10 – I have another offensive lineman, big offensive lineman draft. I have Jedrick Wills out of Alabama now. Um, I think he's just kind of the boring pick. I mean, he went to a big school. I, if I was a GM, I'd rather pick someone like Tristan Wirfs early, somebody who killed the combine. But who'd you have at 10, Manny? Well, I have Tristan Wirfs from Iowa, Austin Tackle. Uh, I think they need to protect Baker Mayfield so he can actually – throw some touchdowns for finally like yeah Baker Mayfield's gonna need a lot of time if he's gonna be good he was our only trash quarterback like I said he feels the rush really badly he feels it really early and really quick and he always feels like he has to get out to that right side uh James your last pick who'd you have at 10 I think we're taking uh, Andrew Thomas out of Georgia yeah another again another offensive lineman and then one of these four offensive linemen that won't go in the top 10, you have the Buccaneers at like 12 or 13. They need to protect Tom Brady. So big offensive lineman draft. Okay. So last, last thing of the day, James, we're, we have our locks of the day. We're going to keep track of this. We can do this every week that we do it. Um, James, do you have your locks of the week? Yeah. Um, I really feel like the Detroit Lions won't trade their pick. Just say they they do, then you probably this probably won't work out. But I feel like um after trading uh Darius Slay, I feel like uh Jeff Okuda. Um, I I just feel like uh he's gonna be the first uh cornerback to be picked here. Um, and he just say the Lions do trade their pick. I, I still feel strongly that he will be the first cornerback. To be picked, so I, um, I, I, that's my lock of the week. Okay, um, I have two locks of the week. Would well, you had first wide receiver as well? Yeah. So there was Gary. a tie at the top for first wide receiver. Both of them were at minus one ten. I picked C.D. Lamb. I've I've heard that seven on the anonymous polling, seventeen of the GMs picked C.D. Lamb as their top guy, and only like five picked Jerry Judy, but you know, Jerry Judy, big numbers at Alabama. So it's a toss up, but I'll pick CD lamb minus one ten. James. 
Um, I, I'm gonna have to go with Jerry uh, Judy. Um, he, um, I feel like he's gonna get chosen first because I feel like the Jags have no offensive, no real offensive threat. Um, yeah. down the field, and I think he'll be able to get it done. He can stretch the field, and he's big uh, run after catch. And then I also have Isaiah Simmons over draft position 6.5. I think the people that are making this are thinking Isaiah Simmons to the Giants. I don't think Isaiah Simmons to the Giants. I think they need an offensive lineman more, and they might even look to trade out of that spot. I had Isaiah Simmons going seventh. This is over 6.5, so I'm going to take the over minus 105. And, uh, James, you didn't have any more picks? No, I didn't have any more picks after that. Okay, so that, that's it. That's our first installment of the Don Tesla pod. I hope you guys like it. Uh, hop in the comments. Debate us. Tell us where we were wrong. And we'll go back to it next week. We'll have another installment Monday after the draft, review some drafts, have our early NFL predictions for the divisions. So signing out. And maybe, hope, maybe we can have some more people on this too. Yeah. yeah.